Let's get it started. All right, how's everybody doing? Hotep, hey, this is Michael M. Hotep, founder of the African History Network, host of the African History Network show. I'm a talk show host, researcher, lecturer, and writer. It is Tuesday, April 23rd, 2019, and we are live. So I wanted to talk about this story. This is a great story. I saw it uh, over the weekend, and um, we know the Easter holiday just happened. But this is a great story dealing with uh, hip-hop artist T.I. and uh, Scrap DeLeon from uh, Love and Hip Hop. And everybody knows I'm not a fan of Love and Hip Hop, but if they do, if somebody on Love and Hip Hop does something good, we should talk about it, right? This also involves um, New, uh, New Birth Missionary Baptist Church and Pastor Jamal Bryant, okay? So everybody share this broadcast on your Facebook page, invite your friends to tune in also. Um, this is a good story, and this deals with the uh, bail, this deals with bail reform, deals with the larger uh, case of the criminal justice system as well. Okay, so what happened was uh, Fox Channel 5, uh, Fox 5 DC has an article about this as well as according to hiphop.com and uh, Atlanta Black Star, blackamericaweb.com, uh, Blavity as well wrote a lot of articles about this. But uh, hip hop artist T.I., uh, Scrap Dillion from from uh, Love and Hip Hop, as well as a New Birth Baptist, uh, New Birth Missionary Baptist Church, and Pastor Jamal Bryant. They wanted to bail um, some people out of jail so they could be at home with their families for Easter. Okay, and they set out to raise um, forty thousand dollars. Okay, and uh, at the start of Lent. Uh, New Birth Missionary Baptist Church set out to raise $40,000, but less than 40 days later, donations exceeded that goal and contributions reached $120,000. So they were able to bail out seven women and 16 uh, men to so they could be at home with their families for Easter. Now, most of these were uh, nonviolent offenders, Okay, um, let's see, all, uh, all nonviolent uh, and mostly first-time offenders. Uh, and, and when we look at this, now I saw some comments on some social media platforms talking about this. Now it's, it's, it's important to keep in mind, these are people who were sitting in jail awaiting uh, a trial. If they had the money, to bail themselves out of jail, like some people who are more fluent have the money to bail themselves out of jail, they would be able to be at home with their families, okay? Since they did not have the money, they had to sit in jail, all right? So um, so this was really something good uh, that took place. Now, Sylvia Gordon is the aunt of uh, one of the people who was bailed out, okay? And uh, his name is Anthony Gordon. Anthony Gordon started his weekend in the DeKalb uh, County Jail, which is there in Georgia, accused of stealing a car, right? Now, he said, um, according to Fox Channel 5, uh, he said that he recalled hearing his name over the intercom when he's in jail. And they said, hey, pack it up, you're going home. And he was in disbelief, okay? And he got, uh, he responded on the intercom. He said he came back down and I hit the little intercom and said, are y'all sure you're calling me? So 
Yeah, he's a South Carolina resident, and he is uh, one of the 23 people who were bailed out. Now, his his aunt was there with him when they were interviewed by Ch- uh, Fox Channel 5. And she said that she was grateful to God for the opportunity to share the uh, holiday together uh, with her nephew. And when asked what their Easter plans are, uh, the pair answered that they were going to church. Okay. Now, Tyrone Pollard was another recipient of this bailout program. He said, it's like a whole new clean slate. He said, I was doing drugs before I got locked up but I don't want to do nothing but do right and strive to be a model citizen for my kids, okay? All right, now African-American business owners, post the name of your business here in the thread of the broadcast. We'll let you know how you can advertise with the African History Network as well. Um, and email us at customerservice at africanhistorynetwork.com, customerservice at africanhistorynetwork.com. Uh, we have a current promotion. You get uh, three months for the price of one. We have two new sponsors because we have a few spots left. We had six spots a couple a few days ago. We have two new sponsors. Two new sponsors of our broadcast in the African History Network show: theprofitroom.com, theprofitroom.com, as well as darkmagentus.com, darkmagentus.com. So you'll hear some from them as well. Okay. All right. Email us at customer service at africanhistorynetwork.com. African-American business owners post the name of your business here on the thread of the broadcast. Okay. Let's continue here. All right. How's everybody doing today? So we have Patricia, we have uh, Brandy, King Ashe, Vicky, just a few of the people uh, who are watching right now as well. Okay. Share this broadcast on your Facebook page. Invite your friends to tune in also. All right. Now, uh, Pastor Dr. Jamal Bryant, senior pastor at New Birth uh, Missionary Baptist Church, applauded his church community's outpouring of help to strangers in DeKalb, Fulton, Gwinnett, and Rockdale counties. These are in Georgia. Um, He said, it's almost like uh, finally meeting the Good Samaritan, somebody who you don't know that you didn't see coming, okay? Somebody you don't know who you didn't see coming. Uh, he said, describing the program uh, recipients' reactions. He said, they're appreciative to be able to press the refresh button, okay? Now, uh, for Pollard, who never really attended church, uh, Pollard was actually, was particularly touched by this random act of kindness, okay? And this is uh, Anthony Pollard, I think it is. Um, he said, for, for people to just reach out willing to help out of the blue, them not knowing you from nobody, that's a blessing, okay? Now, the, uh, the bailout program extends beyond this weekend, okay? Uh, New Birth Missionary Baptist Church is connecting each individual with a mentor for weekly check-ins. They're also using a portion of the donations to jumpstart college savings for the children of these returning citizens. And, you know, I've worked with returning citizens in the past. I used to manage a uh, construction trades program and some of the uh, students in the class were returning citizens. I, I worked with their counselors and things like this. So I understand that uh, people uh, deserve a second chance. And I understand the impact that a, ch- a second chance can have on people. I help people get uh, Pell Grants to, I help ex-offenders get Pell Grants to enroll in college, a local community college here in the uh, Metro Detroit area. 
So I understand the impact that something like this can have on uh, someone's life, okay? So this is a good program. So when we look at, so uh, Fox Channel 5 had this story, uh, T.I. Georgia Church bails out nonviolent offenders for Easter. We saw that uh, according to hiphop.com and, and uh, Black America Web and Blavity uh, picked up this story, atlantablackstar.com picked up this story as well. Um, so this is, uh, this is a really, really good story, something good that T.I is doing. Now, when we look at um, some cases that we've heard of, of people who did not, who were not able to come up with bail money, it had a devastating impact on their lives. One of them was Sandra Bland. Sandra Bland was in a jail in Texas. Uh, her family was trying to come up with the uh, $500, okay, to bail her out. She was in there for three days. Okay, if uh, I remember correctly, it was three days. And if she had the money right away to bail her out, she would have been out of jail. She was in jail for three days, ended up dead. Okay, when we look at Khalif Browder, Khalif Browder was in Rikers Island for three years. He went in at 16 years old. Okay, now keep, to keep in mind, when you get out on bail, that's you you have you have not had a trial yet you're awaiting a trial so you have not been convicted so we may disagree with the crime that they're accused of but they have not had due process they have not been convicted okay and one of the criticisms of the bail system and this is why people are saying that you have to have bail reform is that poor people especially african americans and hispanics are are penalized twice they're penalized for being uh, non-white, African-American or Hispanic, and penalized for being poor. Because if they were more affluent and had the $500 to $1,000 to be bailed out of jail, they would be sitting at home with their families like other people are able to afford to do. So when we look at Khalif Browder, Khalif Browder was 16, uh, 16 years old. He was accused of stealing a backpack, okay? And I think the backpack had a laptop in it. Khalif Browder maintained his innocence. He was offered a plea. He maintained his innocence. He said he didn't do it. His family was very poor. They could not afford it. It was about it was about a thousand dollars for his bail. They could not afford to put that up. So he stayed at, in Rikers Island for three years. He goes in at sixteen. Not he had not he he was awaiting a trial. Okay, he goes in at sixteen. Finally, charges are dismissed, and he was so psychologically damaged. He was physically abused in there, mentally abused. He was so psychologically damaged. Eventually, once he's released, eventually he's going to commit suicide. If his family had the money to bail him out, he could have waited at home like a lot of other people are, are, are able to do. Okay, so something like this, you know, is extremely important. We posted the link to the uh, name of the uh, article here from Fox Channel 5. And uh, if we look at the article from according to hiphop.com, they had a really good article. Uh, and once again, the original goal was to um, raise $40,000, but they ended up raising uh, $120,000. We'll go to that article here in just a minute. How's everybody doing? African-American business owners, post the name of your business here on the thread of the broadcast. Okay, and uh, we uh, we can help you find uh, 
new customers. We take your 30 second and 60 second audio commercial. We put into the audio podcast of our uh, Sunday night show, the African History Network show, and some broadcasts you do throughout the week as well. And we're on eight different podcast platforms. Uh, we're on uh, Blog Talk Radio, CastBox, iTunes, Stitcher, FM Player, TuneIn. Each episode is listened to by thousands of people. Email us at customerservice at africanhistorynetwork.com, customerservice at africanhistorynetwork.com. And uh, we'll also do live reads uh, during, some, during, during some of our Facebook live broadcasts also, okay? Our current promotion is uh, get three months for the price of one. We have that going on for a couple more days, three months for the price of one, because we have a few spots left. So we have two new advertisers, and then we'll go to the article from according to uh, hiphop.com dealing with this, all right? Um, Patricia said, messed up system. How you doing, Patricia? Patricia Moody, the Moody Blues, I understand. Yes, it is a messed up system. That's why you have to have not just criminal justice reform, but bail reform. Now, the theprofitroom.com, are you interested in how Wall Street works? It is interesting how certain opportunities are not presented to our community, especially when it involves billions of dollars that are being exchanged every day through the stock market. Why would you be left out and not get a piece of the action? Now, you may have seen the article done uh, on the profitroom.com or blacknews.com in uh, November of 2018, I think it was. We posted that article a couple of times here on, the, on our fan page, the African History Network. Now, the profitroom.com is a stock market trading and education company that has mentorship programs that are designed for beginners. They teach individuals how to create generational wealth through trading and investing in the financial markets. And once you create uh, wealth through these various markets, you can take that money and buy up land in our communities and help stop the gentrification that we hear talk, being talked about in Detroit and we hear being talked about in Washington, D.C., latest case dealing with Howard University, and some people using Howard's campus as a dog walking park. And we know what dogs do, right, in parks, right? This is their campus, okay? So theprofitroom.com can help with education, dealing with stocks, options, futures, forex. They specialize in day trading, one-on-one -on -one mentorship um, as well. Theprofitroom.com. And then also we have darkmagentas.com. Darkmagentas.com. Now, ladies, you're going to love this. They specialize in creating home spa products based on nature's healing and soothing properties. Dark Magenta carries essential oil and cannabidiol infused bath bombs, shower steamers, sugar scrubs, and soaps. They include oils and herbs such as lavender, rosemary, eucalyptus, sage, cedarwood, oatmeal, shea butter, I'm getting hungry, talking about oatmeal, uh, and more. Okay, they also carry oil diffusers and 100% pure essential oils. Mother's Day is coming up. If you love women also, this is something good, ladies, you can buy it for yourself as well. Okay, instead of Calgon taking you away when you come home from a hard day at work, Dark Magentas can take you away. Darkmagentas.com, they and indulge in these treats for the body and mind, okay? Email us, customer service at africanhistorynetwork.com, customer service at africanhistorynetwork.com. If you want to find out how you can advertise, promote your African-American-owned business with the African History Network. OK, so let's go back to this. And then everybody, you know, we did a special broadcast Sunday night. I broke down the Mueller report. That was my first broadcast dealing with the Mueller report. So Sunday, uh, this past Sunday was Easter Sunday. Uh, normally I'm on 19 a.m. the Superstation on Sunday. The studio was shut down for 
Easter, the Easter break, but I still did a live broadcast. We did two and a half hours here. So go watch that. We put it on our YouTube channel as well. Uh, the YouTube uh, the YouTube video is uh, is edited because there were some technical difficulties I was dealing with with the uh, audio system, and, but we have that fixed on the YouTube video, and we're going to re-air that uh, as well. So you don't want to miss that. Okay. Let's see here. Um, okay, we got Tim, Andre. All right. How's everybody doing? Okay. All right. So let's look at this article from uh, according to HipHop.com had a really good one. Um, as well, dealing with this, uh, dealing with this story also. Okay. Uh, let's see here. And you know, oftentimes people spend a whole lot of time speaking negatively about churches, but when you have a, a good story about positive things that churches do, we need to talk about that. It's also important to understand that the majority of African-American churches are not mega churches. A lot of the criticism that churches get is, is largely directed towards the mega churches, okay? Uh, but the average African-American church has somewhere between 50 to 150 members. A lot of those churches, okay, and we may disagree with some of the teachings or some of the doctrine, et cetera, you know, what have you. But a lot of those churches, you know, those pa that, that pastor, what have you, they're working two or three jobs to keep that little church open. Okay, so a lot of the criticism that we have of the, a lot of the well-known pastors gets extrapolated across the whole genre of, of churches, okay? And, uh, and a lot of the good work that churches do. For instance, I spoke at um, at least six African-American churches in the month of February for African-American History Month. They have all type of programs there where they feed the poor, clothe the poor, they have counseling services, they have services to help people with their taxes, have services uh, for uh, 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 drug addiction, they have all different types of programs that when people criticize the church, they don't talk about any of these other positive things that are being done, okay? I just find that very interesting. Okay, uh, let, let me look here at this other article. I just wanna make sure that it's, uh, I got everything here. All right, and we'll go to some of your comments as well. But, you know, T.I. is doing a lot of positive things. I know he's in the real estate. Uh, I also know that he had the uh, reality TV show, not uh, T.I. and Tiny, but the uh, reality TV show, kind of like The Apprentice as well. So he's really matured. He's really evolved. And he's becoming very conscious also. So that's really good to see from a hip-hop artist uh, of that caliber. Okay, let's look at some of your comments here. Um, Okay, we have Gail, we have uh, Tim McQueen, Tax and Financial Services, okay, Denise, Denise, uh, Mom's Beauty Secrets, momsbeautysecrets.com, interesting, okay. What exactly is that, Denise? All right, so when we talk about, um, criminal justice reform, and we talk about the issues that should be on the African-American agenda for the 2016 campaign, we have to not just deal with criminal justice reform, but we also have to deal with bail reform as well. That's extremely important. And these issues have to, in, in, in the African-American agenda, and these issues have to be pushed not just to presidential candidates, but also candidates for Congress. 
because a lot of these a lot of these issues for them to change they're going to have to be voted on by congress the house of representatives in the u.s senate this is this is why um it's important to vote in midterm elections as well it's important to vote for the uh, House of Representatives and the U.S. Senate also is important to vote for Congress because Congress writes the laws. Presidents can do executive summaries, I mean, uh, executive orders. Presidents sign bills into law, but Congress writes the bills, okay? So, you know, go back and watch um, uh, I'm a Bill on Capitol Hill from, from Schoolhouse Rock, okay? So this took place on uh, March 22nd. All right. This bailout took place uh, on March 22nd. And um, T.I. was recognized by the Georgia State Capitol for his charitable work um, as well. About a month. At, uh, so the bailout program comes about a month after T.I. was recognized by the Georgia State Capitol for his charitable work. And it happened on uh, uh, March 22nd. And the rapper was applauded uh, for his charities, Harris Community Works, uh, which assists low-income families, and for the love of our fathers, for the love of our fathers, uh, which is T.I.'s program with his wife, Tiny, a uh, member of Escape, uh, that helps people with dementia and Alzheimer's uh, disease as well, okay? So these are a lot of good things that he's doing, and, and all the positive things that he's doing, some of them are not talked about a lot as well. Okay, so it's, it's important uh, to highlight those things also. And what this does is this encourages other entertainers and artists to get involved. You know, a lot of people are looking at Nipsey Hussle and what Nipsey was doing with the Vector 90 program, buying the strip mall that his store is in, Marathon Clothing, and, uh, you know, understanding the business side they're learning about the books he was reading like the 22 immutable laws of marketing from uh al reese and jack trout i read that book you know back in business school um and so you know nipsey hustle his life uh, cut far too short is inspiring a lot of people as well and so atlantablackstar.com also has an article georgia lawmakers uh tip their hats to ti with resolution honoring him for philanthropy. Now, this is from March 26, 2019, which talked about him uh, uh, being honored by uh, Georgia lawmakers. And according to Atlanta Journal Constitution, uh, T.I. was feted with a resolution recognizing his philanthropic works on March 22, 2019, at the Georgia State Capitol. And the honor was spearheaded by uh, State Senator Donzella uh, James. Okay, so these are you know positive things, and, and a lot of hip hop artists get attacked for language, get attacked for content, uh, lyrical content, etc. And there's uh, a legitimate criticism of that. Now, if we're going to talk about the artists that put out that content, we have to also talk about the white corporate conglomerates that allow them to do that as well, because they they're not doing that on their own for the most part. Okay, so we, if we talk about, and I'm critical of the lyrical content, but I'm also critical of the corporate conglomerates that are controlled by Europeans, controlled by white people that allow them to do this. All right, uh, Killer Mike too. Yeah, Killer Mike does some positive things uh, as well uh, in, in, in Atlanta. He's buying back his neighborhood. Yeah, T.I., yeah, buying back his neighborhood. I've seen articles uh, dealing with that as well, okay? So these are all really, really important things uh, to talk about. All right, so 
in 2018, T.I. Uh, uh, talked about his real estate company, Buy Back the Block, Buy, Black, Buy Back the Block, where he purchased several buildings and empty lots in the, in the Center Hill section of Atlanta to provide affordable housing. He, um, he also has plans to uh, beautify the neighborhood and bring in a major grocery store chain as well as more fresh produce, okay? And that's extremely important because a lot of our communities have food deserts. People are going to gas stations to buy food or they're going to little small grocery stores oftentimes that we don't own to buy food. So having a, a major grocery store chain there can be good. Um, and then at the same time, I don't know if that grocery store change, and some of the grocery store chains, you know, they have franchises, maybe it's like a, um, I think a Spartan store or something like that. So it'd be good if this is African-American owned, this grocery store chain, uh, that actual store is African-American owned and operated. So TI has also been uh, one of uh, the leaders in calling for boycotts, economic boycotts, um, like he did in 2018 with Starbucks after one of its locations in Philadelphia mistreated two African-American men and had them arrested for sitting down without ordering. Uh, T.I. has also uh, called for a boycott against Gucci as well uh, after the Italian fashion house endured a firestorm uh, of criticism in early 2019 over a black turtleneck sweater that resembled black a black face design. Okay. And, you know, T.I. is, I think he's in his 40s now, late 30s, early 40s. There has to be, in hip hop, there has to be some type of, and they may have it informally, there has to be some type of mentorship program where the, where the older hip hop artists who know more have learned and made the mistakes mentor some of these younger ones. It could keep the younger ones from going broke. It could keep them from being manipulated. It could keep them from getting caught up in a whole bunch of nonsense, okay? You know, just like this stuff with Kodak Black and, uh, uh, Lauren London and Kodak Black talking about uh, T.I., just, just a whole bunch of nonsense, right? These are things that are, that, are, that, are, that are not productive, not positive, and help divide, help divide people, okay? Okay, so Tim, uh, he's buying back his community, Andre, Gail, uh, just a few of the people watching. Okay, share this broadcast on your Facebook page. Invite your friends to tune in also. We'll post these articles here on the thread of the broadcast. You can donate to the African History Network also. PayPal.me forward slash the AHN show. PayPal.me forward slash the AHN show. That helps us to keep, do, keep doing the research, finance the show, pay the bills, pay for all this paper that I print up all this stuff on also. Uh, to help support us, African-American business owners, email us at customerservice at africanhistorynetwork.com, customerservice at africanhistorynetwork.com. And uh, our current promotion is uh, get three months for the price of one, and we can help you market your African-American-owned business. We have a few spots left uh, because we just brought on uh, two new advertisers as well, uh, Dark Magentus and The Profit Room, okay? Uh, let's see who else we have here. Uh, okay, we have Sean. Anyone inviting him to the uh, All Black National Convention? I'm not sure. Killer Mike has been there. I'm not sure. Boyce Watkins would probably know that. That'll probably be a Boyce Watkins question. 
I don't know. All right, who else we have here? Trisha, Sean, T, Tim, okay. All right, so we'll post this article here also for you. And um, let's see, what was this? Let me make sure I got all of this, okay. All right, so look, uh, we'll be doing some broadcasts uh, this week to cover topics I couldn't get to Sunday and cover some other topics also. There's some dealing with history I want to get to. Um, and uh, I've been talking about, I've been doing some involving reparations and dealing with how we have to understand how to make legal arguments for reparations. One, two, America needs a massive history lesson as well because uh, Americans are woefully ignorant about history. So we have another one coming up soon. Uh, dealing with uh, dealing with that probably today or tomorrow we'll get to one. There's a good article from Vox.com dealing with uh, Americans' misunderstanding of history also, okay? And I'll have some more coming dealing with the Mueller report. Watch the broadcast that I did Sunday, uh, April 21st, Easter Sunday. Uh, uh, it's on our YouTube channel, Michael M. Hotep, I-M-H-O-T-E-P, uh, on YouTube. We posted it here on our Facebook fan page, the African History Network, and uh, I was, and that's the edited version because the technical difficulties I had, I edited, edited that out. All right, look, hey, we have to get out of here. Remember, at the African History Network, we focus on educating, empowering, and inspiring people of African descent throughout the diaspora and around the world because right now this corrects wrong behavior. Uh, it's not over till we win. Wakanda forever. We'll talk to you next time. Peace. <laughs>